Children the Podcast, hosted by Dustin and Callie. Follow us on social media, on Twitter, at Married underscore Show, Facebook, Married with Children Show, on Instagram, Married with Children Show, or reach out to us in an email, MarriedWithChildrenShow at gmail.com. We're always looking for guests and sponsors. If you have a name of a guest that would be an interesting interview on the Married with Children Show, please send that information to us through social media or straight to our email address. Also, if you have a small business that you'd be interested in being a sponsor on the show, please reach out to us through an email so that we can work out a way that best suits you and our listeners. Also, if you like the podcast, be willing to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Welcome back to Married with Children, the podcast. A little bit of a different episode than what we've done here in the past uh, few weeks, Callie. Just you and I here in studio. We did have uh, Alan with us just here a little bit ago, but he uh, decided that since we were starting off with some technical difficulties that uh, he was out. Yeah, and um, I'm really sad because he had a couple good jokes um, that he was going to recite for us, but... uh We'll have to save that for another time. Yeah, they're they're too good for me to use, so we'll yeah. uh, we'll definitely save those for him for another time. But before we kind of get into our discussion here tonight, I do want to talk about a new sponsor who has jumped on board uh, here with APR Podcast Studios. Uh, Miller's Pest, Miller's Termite and Pest Control uh, has jumped on the sponsor. Not only married with children the podcast, but is also sponsoring Throttled Up the podcast. So uh, jumping on both shows, and I just want to give a huge shout-out here to Miller's Termite and Pest Control. It's the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into the contracts or high prices with those big uh, companies. Reach out to someone who truly cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also now do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them on Facebook. Um, I have included the link to their Facebook page here on our Facebook Live video. Uh, Or at Miller's Termite and Pest Control, you can email them at pest underscore n underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. I said this last week when when I did the read for them on um, on, uh, Throttled Up, but uh, with you being here, I do want to say... This isn't just someone who reached out to us that wanted to sponsor the show. This is actually who we use. Yeah. Um, And since we've been married at our house in Vernon, we struggled with ants. (laughs) Uh, And then here in the last, you know, beginning of the summer, spring, summer. Yeah. uh, We had a lot of ants. Yeah. We had a couple um, spurts of them, it seemed like. And I put all the ant food and all that out and I get rid of them. And then once I think they're gone, they come back. But um they came out and sprayed i forget how long a uh, month maybe ago yeah you you were kind of over the do-it-yourself time yeah kinda yeah deal. i i was because i i had uh those little bait traps and things uh pretty much everywhere so um yeah i mean they were uh, they were all over so i i said do what you've got to do and you called them and and i've not seen anything a spider 
an ant or anything so yeah and, and i mean like i said they came out within like a day or two um it took him about an hour to spray our place um he offered me and i'm sure he does this for every customer so jim i'm if, if i'm overstepping i apologize but uh you know he told me hey he sprayed on thursday he said if by uh monday you see anything let me know on monday i'll come back out and, and spray again and make sure we get rid of them so i really truly mean it you know we we we've reached out to some people about sponsoring the show because we want to see some things grow and do some different things but i can't say enough honestly as a customer about miller's termite and pest control and i i said that even on uh throttled up i believe prior to them being a sponsor so i i truly mean that if you need somebody lawn care or pest control you know call them today so to uh kind of transition here a little bit from our sponsors into this week um we got some exciting shows coming up and i'll get into a little bit more of that uh here later uh actually going to record two shows this weekend we're going to record one saturday and one sunday yeah um and they're kind of polar opposites of the shows uh (laughs) yeah but both i am very very excited about um kind of in what we're going to do with them so but before we get to that today work has been kind of crazy for me here the last few weeks and i reached out to you today and said i'll be honest i don't know what we're going to talk about last night we had talked about recording this episode last night right i was worn out i was tired i said no i'm just gonna sit here and kind of veg out and watch tv and you and we agreed to do it tonight well needless to say i still today didn't know for sure what we were going to talk about and you (laughs) said fair week oh yes i did i said pretty much the only thing um that goes on in my mind here like the last week of july um since i was like i don't know six or something six or seven years old maybe before that um has been the jackson county fair and uh obviously my family has has shown cows and sheep and pigs and all of the above and um especially the cows and stuff and so we have uh been going through it i spent my 10 years in 4-h and uh as soon as i went out my brother younger brother came in and so i basically i say i've been like a 4-h'er for like 20 years um and he's been out for probably four or five years now but um so yeah the the last week here of Ju- of july is always uh county fair week for me and and i would say i mean like for obviously i was there with you know the cows and the animals and stuff but i mean even a lot of my friends would be there um what and not friends? Nec- i know the like friend my one friend but um <laughs> even uh even even though they wouldn't have animals or something there i mean a lot of them they would either come out during the day and hang out or come out at night i mean i and i don't know so i think for me it seems like that's where especially whenever i was in school that's where you always would see everybody throughout the summer you know what i mean and then before school started again but uh i think like a big percentage of the people that i knew would go to the fair and uh before i i comment back on that nathan uh howdy back to you brother uh mm-hmm. miss having you in studio uh obviously we're going to record throttled up this week from the remote location of the jackson county fair and i'll get a little bit more into that here in a little bit but uh nathan we gotta get you back out here in the studio brother we're, we're missing you <laughs> um well and i didn't grow up in the 4-h scene right, obviously right. um and to me it was kind of weird like I actually lived closer to the fairgrounds yeah. when I grew up. You than, almost like, I mean, not really, but could almost like walk to the fairgrounds. I've always been a bigger guy. There was no walking <laughs> so to no, the fairgrounds. 
but I did live close to the fairgrounds. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and for those who I made the bigger guy joke, it, it's several miles from the fairgrounds. It is. To it, my like house. I said, it, it's it's really not <laughs> like not really walking distance, but it is close. Um, but you know, so I, I live closer to that than actually the city of Mitchell, where I went to high school and things like that. But the funny thing was, like we went to the fair. And, you know, and I know, you know, local people here, there is nothing like the Jackson County Fair. I, I will yeah. full and wholeheartedly admit that. But even the Lawrence County Fair, I guess for us Mitchell guys, um, it wasn't as great for us because we had our own thing. And the Persimmon mm-hmm. Festival was our big deal. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so for me, I mean, yes, we went and yes, we walked around. But, you know, you walked around the square three or four times and it was kind of the whole day was over none of us none of my buddies showed none of no right you know we didn't do a lot of that stuff so uh definitely since being with you i have been much more of a fair fair goer yeah um but like i said when when i was uh growing up in mitchell you know our big thing is the mitchell persimmon festival see and oh i was gonna say uh, because i i agree with you i mean just by since i've you know we've been dating and married and everything i would agree i mean from your perspective we don't really have have that big festival i mean like i like browns i guess seymour has the october fest and that's a big deal yeah. um but it's like i mean especially us from browns it's like i i feel like we don't really have that big festival but i think because of the fact that and, and correct me if i'm wrong and i know it's a it's a county fair don't get me wrong there's people from all over the county the jackson county fair feels much more brownstown centric than what than even Seymour and and you know and I know it's there but it seems like it 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 is more of a connection to Brownstown and I may, guess. maybe that may be I don't know I mean I don't know how like people from Seymour and stuff would feel I mean obviously I live in Crothersville but I consider myself a Brownstown person because that's where I went right I love that too because I I live in Crothersville too and I consider myself a Chicago person there you go um, just because I I didn't know we could do those but uh, <laughs> I know right um, but no so <laughs> so it is fair week so one thing and and I see that uh, Stephanie Buning just joined us there on Facebook live oh. and, uh, so I'll say hi to the Bunings uh, definitely miss the Bunings being around and this was just perfect timing because i was going to ask what are your favorite fair foods and for those of us who may listen or for our listeners who knew stephanie's husband scott um any conversation with scott always led to food so i I did did can he pick one well i i don't know if he could i mean he 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 would he would have i i think there's just any fair food because anything deep fried he usually was in on Uh um uh, but nothing but love uh, to you, Scott and Stephanie. <laughs> uh, so, what was your favorite fair food? Um, I don't know if I have. I guess I would always go. At, like, obviously, like I said, at our county fair and stuff, I would always go to the Emmanuel stand and have to get chicken fingers. I mean, I'm sure that shocks you. Yeah, that's wow. I mean, I mean, I'm not like. Yes, I do. Like, I like the elephant ears and uh funnel cakes and that kind of thing i guess i also really like going down to the co-op building and getting the rocky road ice cream um but i i don't know i always go to the like i i like going to the church stands and stuff and getting the food right but like like when i think of fair food i think of things i can't get in my everyday life like i know i can stop out of nine of ten fast food joints and get chicken strips I know, but I'm just, you ask, and that's like, I, if I go to the fair, oh, I guess I could also say another thing, and it's not a food, but it's... I, I was, you're going to steal mine. Okay. Mine's well, a lemon shake-up, okay, hand, hands take down. That 
Um, I'm just thinking, like, if I went to the fair, like, what is, and I went, like, one day, what is the thing that I would have to make sure that I got? And it would be got? the chicken strips. I mean, yes, I would probably make sure I got a chicken strips. Wow. I mean, if I went through that stand, especially, probably. Wow. I'm just saying. That's, uh, that's, that's really disappointing, actually. No, mine would be the but lemon shake I don't know that that's disappointing for you, like. Is it? Re- I mean, disappointing, but I guess not surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very little with you surprises me, but a lot can disappoint. That's, no, fair enough. But uh, I would say mine at the Jackson County Fair. Now, if I was just talking fair food in general, it would probably be like a funnel cake. Um, I'm bigger on the funnel cake than the elephant ear uh, because it has more fluff to it. I agree with that. Um, but um, I uh, so I, I would say like just in general fair food, and I'm not a a huge dessert person right um but i would say i would say the funnel cake but at the jackson county fair i would say it is for sure lemon shake up yeah followed by um fish sandwiches from the conservation club oh gotcha yeah yeah uh lemon shake up is definitely the thing you've got to go to <clears throat> what um what was i gonna ask oh have you ever done any of like the deep fried yeah, so you know, I mean, like all the like at the state fair, you know, they do like deep fried Oreos, deep fried. I mean, like fill in the blank. I've I, had, I don't I, know that I've ever done any of them. I've had um, I've had deep fried Oreos. I know um, I've had like chocolate covered bacon. I just pulled up here. America's 50 most outrageously insane, insane state fair foods um, in Arizona. Deep fried scorpion. You don't look like you think you can no, do that. No, that's one. gross. That's all. Uh, that's uh, gross. Let's see here. Salad on a stick. Bacon wrapped caramel apples. I bet that's actually good. That's uh, a little I bit. That's sweet and salty. Salty and sweet. I guess I should say. Um, fried pickles and chocolate. That sounds awful. Hmm. That doesn't sound good at I all. I like both of those, but I don't know about together. Uh, let's see. Anything from Indiana, Alaska? Reindeer Rain- hot dogs. Huh. Crispy cream sloppy Joe. That actually doesn't sound bad. <laughs> Spaghetti and meatballs on a stick. That's interesting. The Krispy Kreme burger. There's a there's a minor league baseball team that uh, does the Krispy Kreme burger as a bun. Um, <laughs> and I <laughs> I laugh because I just I just, just clicked back over, over uh, to Facebook Live and, and saw uh, uh, Nathan your uh, your comment there. Um, you I will I will agree. I mean, like he says, dress codes at the fair should be implemented. Like you do see a lot of different outfits at the fair. Absolutely. Some I would wear and some I would not. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, here. That was good. That was a good one. Deep fried s'mores. Deep fried bubble, bubble gum. gum. Texas usually has some really crazy ones. Yeah. Let's see. I'll see if there's from any from Indiana. Tennessee. I wonder if they have one from every fair. Because it's 50. Oh, no, uh, that one just said various fairs, so. Deep fried Frito pie. Peanut butter and jelly malt. Now, that sounds really good. That does. It's got, like, the peanut butter. New at the Minnesota the- State Fair this year are the peanut butter and jelly malts and sundaes. The malt features saucers ice cream blended with milk, malt powder, and their homemade peanut butter sauce and grape jelly. I'm all up on that. That sounds excellent. Um, spaghetti ice cream. Yeah. But that's not. It's made to look like it, but that's, like, strawberry sauce. Oh, I've seen okay. this before. Uh, okay. Strawberry ice cream takes the place of marinara sauce, while white chocolate shavings create the Parmesan cheese. Okay. Okay. Um, 
bacon covered cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Uh, let's just go scroll down here to number one. Let's see. Usually they release the uh, cheeseburger with deep fried ice cream in Florida. That mm. doesn't do much for me there. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, <laughs> Nathan, you're killing me, brother. <laughs> uh, let me see if the, uh, the star usually puts out Indiana State Fair Foods. New foods at the fair. Here we go. Let's see what this says. This says, is this for this year? I don't, I don't know. We're going to say it is. Uh, deep fried chicken and waffle sandwich. Uh, barbecue pork potachos, which I think is like a... Um, Potato nachos? Yeah. Deep fried sugar cream pie. Lemonade strawberry boba twister. I don't know what that is. Hatch green chili meatballs. Inside out grilled cheese. Hmm. All right. So that's at the that's supposed to be at the Indiana State Fair this year. So uh so anyway, you know, like I said, um a lot of uh uh crazy things there. I'll I'll stick with my fish sandwich and my uh my lemonade uh yeah, lemon shake up for sure. But what are your and I know again you have like more of a connection to the fair, but what are some of those like really special memories that come back for you uh, from the Jackson County Fair? Um, I don't know. I would say, I mean, like I said, I was always there all day, every day. I mean, we would get there bright and early in the morning, you know, six or seven o'clock or whatever, maybe earlier, depending on the day. But uh, we'd get there early and we wouldn't leave till 10 o'clock at night and turn around and do it the next day. Um, and so, I mean, I enjoyed even like the downtime um during the day you usually i mean it's pretty boring so you hang out and you play cards and do that kind of thing and hang out with other people around um but i always remember especially whenever i was a kid um friday night was always the big like ride night and it was like the bracelets or whatever and you rode till midnight and so um i always remember doing that and that was always a a fun time so that would probably be one of my big ones uh, or some of my big ones in addition to you know the showing and that kind of thing because obviously that was a big part of the fair for me okay so what was your favorite ride when you would get your bracelet night or whatever and be able to go ride um i think the one that i really remember um is the 1001 knots you know the one that goes like this how was that again (laughs) did you know what i meant before is it the big ship it's not a ship, but I mean, I guess it could be. Well, then why is it called 1001 Knots? I don't know. I don't think it's a ship. Because I thought it was a ship, because I thought it was like Knots, like K-N-O-T-S. Oh, I don't know. I think it is spelled that way. Is that right? That may be. Oh, I don't know. Nathan says he's found one for Indiana, the hot beef Sunday. Nathan, uh, I don't know if I should be scared to ask this or not, but Nathan, what is the hot beef Sunday? <laughs> um so <laughs> while we're waiting on him though i do want to announce something kind of cool that uh you know apr podcast studios here in carlersville indiana is going to be a part of with the jackson county fair um our other show our our sister show or brother show whatever you want to call it i guess uh <laughs> throttled Probably up brother show uh throttled up the podcast uh is going to be actually recording from um 
the Jackson County Fair Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Uh, we're going to be recording with Tyler and Carrie Kane, um, husband and wife, both of them oh, racing. Okay. Uh, both race. And Carrie has, has told us she's got an announcement that she's going to make live on the show. Uh, so we will be on Facebook Live, hopefully, as long as all goes well with the mobile setup uh, there at the Jackson County Fair. We'll also be at the booth. Um, stop by and see us. We're going to have some giveaways. We're going to have a raffle uh, to win a double zero Jeremy Owens door and uh, give away some other things. So swing by and see Throttled Up the Podcast Wednesday night, 8 p.m. from the Jackson County Fair. Do you know what building that's in? I do in? not. I okay. don't know where our booth is yet. I just just didn't find know. us. We'll be the okay. we'll be the big guys talking. Yeah, I was just curious. Uh, but Nathan says the hot beef sundae is a ribeye steak sandwich layered with mashed potatoes, marinated beef, gravy, cheese, corn sprinkles, and a cherry tomato. I have to be honest, Nathan. That sounds lovely. <laughs> I, I uh, I'm not quite sure what corn sprinkles are. Uh, I think corn is the sprinkles yeah, of the sundae. I, I was joking. Oh. you <laughs> so i'm like really like i got that <laughs> yeah it was, it was i was I, I was setting up a joke but sorry oh continue no no it's all right all right um well okay uh but it sounds lovely nathan thank you for uh for participating and sharing that with us uh so yeah so get out to the jackson county fair it is a really really cool event and like i said we're going to be there uh for you race fans i do also want to say thursday night thunder uh at brownstown speedway thursday night uh it is a for a for a fair week wet race it is one heck of a show um and then back again on saturday night uh super late models going to be there on saturday night going to be a heck of a show i know they've upped the purse uh for the fair races this year uh so all around just one heck of a, a week of racing so uh get out to the jackson county fair and then uh, support uh brownstown speedway and those drivers as well um go ahead one thing i will say is there uh it's probably pretty packed i would think tonight at the fair do you know who's in the grandstand tonight demo derby nope spelling bee no, that is that usually does get pretty packed though. Clayton Anderson is in uh tonight. Oh, Clayton <clears throat> Anderson, all right. Yeah. yeah. Clayton Anderson, one heck of a a Lawrence County boy as well right. as me. Uh he grew up in that town north of the river. Um the yeah. White River. So uh <laughs> Uh, but no, very cool. So I, yeah, I yeah. would say it is. I'd say it is pretty. I would packed say the grandstands are pretty packed today, tonight. So Callie, we're a couple weeks away here from uh, the start of another school year. Uh, this will be what year number eleven for you? No, 12. twelve for you. Yeah, because this is the year number eleven for yep, me. Twelve for me. Okay, so twelve for you. Um, eleven for me. Ten in Jennings County. Um, right. What you know? As you you know, you've done this over a decade now. As you come to the start of a new school year, what excites you about it? What worries you about the start of a new school year? You know, what are what what are the feelings as the days kind of tick down to it? Um, well, I I mean, and especially with me, I've had like a month extended summer because of Alex and everything, but um um I I mean, I always I do get excited. I mean, I I do enjoy the kids coming back. I mean, I I like the schedule part of it. Um, because I, like I told Alan earlier, I, we're going to have to start going to bed earlier and we can't get up and lay around on the couch for an hour before we actually do anything, um, <laughs> like what we've been doing. But, well, um, I mean, you can, you just got to get up an hour earlier. Yeah, that's true. I, I just have to get up way earlier to be able to lay around on the couch for an hour. Um, but I mean, I do, I, I mean, it's a new group of kids. Um, 
and and I guess you know here this year and stuff being at the high school um a couple years ago I had the same group of kids because I moved from the middle school to the high school so it was like the same ones I had twice um but it's kind of a new group um obviously coming in I have a lot of freshmen and stuff so those first few days uh they're pretty nervous and everything like that um and then they kind of get into it pretty easily (laughs) but um um no I I mean I enjoy it I I don't or I mean I I enjoy seeing you know like the other teachers just because a lot of them I don't see throughout the year um and everything but uh so I enjoy being able to kind of catch up with them and see how their summer's going or went I guess it was it would be in past tense um and everything we do have our open house I got my like alert on my phone next week and I'm like (laughs) so (laughs) that's when it's real yeah even though and I haven't got the letter in the mail usually that comes it'll be any day now getting our letter you know saying the first day um you know itinerary and things like that the first teacher day um we've not been allowed in our rooms so it's not even like we can go in there and do anything i know you know how that is yeah very well um so this is the second year in a row they're like just come to open house and just you know work with it and stuff so um i mean but like i said i do enjoy it once you know it once we get the first few weeks in um then you're always looking for the next day off but i think that's just how it goes but (laughs) Yeah, and uh, before I, I move on, I, I want to give another shout-out there. Uh, uh, Bronze Bobby um, says, hi, guys. So I want to give a shout-out to, to Bobby. The only the only person cooler than Nathan Bowling is his dad, Bobby Bowling. Um, so, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, hello. Th- thanks for tuning in, guys, and we appreciate all the support you guys have given both the podcasts and things. So, uh, so obviously, me um, – totally new uh role yeah way and, and and i mean you don't even have a summer so i i don't i don't what are you looking forward to as the kids come back i guess i'm looking forward to the kids yeah uh hands down not even close um you know even you know the the craziness of the summer and there, there's there's good things about the summer there are times that you can kind of get away and dig in and do work the problem for me is um and it's it's a blessing i guess i guess coming into this year but uh with me being the new principal at the school, it, it has been tough without an office. I'm out in the open a lot more, right. so I, I interact with people a lot more, which is great. I, I love talking to people and things, but it's hard for me to really settle in and just, you know, put my nose to the grindstone and work. So I'm excited to get my office back to try and get caught up on some of those things that I should have been doing, you know, back right. earlier in the summer. But hands down, I'm excited to see my staff again. I yeah. haven't I haven't seen the staff, a lot of the staff this summer, because as you just said, <laughs> they're not allowed in there. Yeah, we either. are. We're very similar. We're under major construction right now and trying to um, finish the building up in time for school, right. which they have promised me will happen. But for me, it's the kids. And I'll be honest, that that's why I got into this. And I think most all teachers got into this. Um, there's something about when the kids are in the hallway and there's excitement and, you know, the the year is new and young and you don't know where it's going to go. So I'm really excited about that. And I've gotten a little taste of it here this week because, um, unfortunately, our uh, former band director took another position. So we've kind of been in the looks for a band director at Jennings County High School, and we um, we're bringing in some candidates here during band camp this week to uh, let the kids kind of see them. Um, so I've been at band camp, and uh, you know, spent which is a new fit for you, totally new, totally new. And I spent a lot of time there today, um, in and out. Now the kids, 
might say I didn't spend a lot of time there because they were there from 8.30 until 5, and I popped in and out. But right. for me, spent a lot of time there, and I, and I am the first to admit I am very ignorant when it comes to the band world. I didn't grow up in it. You know, I, I, I right. just have no experience with it. So I actually had a lot of fun today. Um, I walked around, got to talk to kids. I got to, you know, talk about different things. I learned the difference between a xylophone, a marumba, and a vibraphone. I don't know. What is it? They all look very similar. Uh, a xylophone is typically smaller. A marumba is much larger. And then... A vibraphone is actually a really cool thing. It's like electric, and where the the pipes come down that makes the sound when you hit the xylophone, it has these little like metal like covers that spin real fast. So when you hit them and those are on and the motor's spinning, it goes like like what is it a like a percussion instrument? Yeah, it's like it looks like a xylophone. Like I thought they were all xylophones. Um, but then I was corrected um, that they are a xylophone, a marumba, and a vibraphone. Interesting. Um, I have learned about marching counts. Uh, I went out with them while they were doing their marching stuff and, and learned. On the new turf? No, we were marching at their, their band practice field. Okay. Um, so I got to see that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm learning a ton. And it's actually kind of funny because there are so many parallels now that I see between band and football just in the way things work. You know, you have sections in band, you know, woodwinds, brass, percussion, right. pit, uh, battery. Uh, so if, if anybody that's from the band world uh, uh, is listening, I, I, I think I nailed all those. But <laughs> it's very similar to football. I mean, in football, we have the linemen. We have the <laughs> the skill kids. I know you're laughing at Marcus's comment right I am. That's awesome. Right I there. love it. And, uh, yeah, Marcus, you're right. For the first time, I can I say. Can't, I can't ever say that. So You played in the band. I've never been to band camp, and it was in sixth grade when I was in the band. And I can never say this one time at band camp, but Marcus is correct. You cannot say. You can now say that. I, I can't can. say that. Absolutely. And I'm very proud of that. I'm sure you are. Um, but, so, uh, <laughs> but, so, yeah, I learned all this stuff. But it's kind of cool because, like I said, football has, like, your linemen and your skill kids, your receivers, your running backs. And they all have they all have to work together as a team, similar to the band, but they all have their specific jobs. Um, so it's kind of cool. I, I, I saw a lot of similarities. Um, I'm trying to convince uh, our band kids to push our, our next director uh, to actually do a do a combined show. Like let's do a marching performance that is actually looks like a football game. Like they'll march in to like run a post pattern and like set them up i think it's genius um the kids are kind of buying into it so i'm working on them so that whoever the new director we hire is i can uh use them to pressure them i think i've found a multi you know million dollar idea in the football game simulation marching band performance there you go Uh, so any of the marching world out there that's looking for my ideas in case my school turns me down um i'll be available for consultations but uh so yeah it's been fun uh you know seeing the kids back in the building a little bit seeing the energy seeing their excitement um i will say this i definitely need a hat tomorrow my head is definitely sunburned after being out there a little bit today uh but yeah so i'm i'm very excited uh you know we got some we had some loose ends that we got to get tied up here in the next couple weeks and registration and all the headaches. Uh, but right. August 7th will be a real nice day just to see kids in the hallway again. Yeah, it's kind of the last big push here, I'm sure, especially for you um, before, you know, kids kids actually walk in the doors and that kind of thing. And for me, the fall is always exciting, the start of school, because 
even though I've I've been a band camp all you know all day or in and out all day and and got to spend some time with our band. Um, I am very excited about the start of football season. Hi. Obviously, uh, new field turf at Jennings County High School. It looks great. Uh, really excited to see our kids play on it this year. Excited for the season this year. I know the coaching staff has been working very hard uh, to get our kids prepared and ready to go. So I always love it. Um, people ask me all the time, do you miss it? And I, the only way I can answer that is yes, terribly. Uh, when I stand there on the track on Friday nights, uh, sometimes it's hard for me not to not to coach a little bit from the track. I know that, you know, I'm sure Coach Zimmerman would rather me not say anything, but uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's hard for me to do that right. for sure. No, so, I understand. So, yeah, so uh, some exciting things uh, here as we, uh, as we wrap up the summer um, and, and get ready here for the school year to start. Um, let's talk a little bit about you. You've kind of had this, this weird thing here. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say weird thing. I guess it's a natural thing, but, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know where this is going, <laughs> but, but the idea of being home all summer with two kids, yeah, like you're not typically a stay at home mom. You, right. you, you obviously teach and have a job and, but what's it been like with the second child? Because I'll be honest, and this may sound awful. I know people say all the time, oh my gosh, when you have two, it changes everything. I have been so swamped and so busy this summer with my job transition. I have probably not been the best husband and and father um especially i would say to alex i i take on alan a lot more right right. uh the four-year-old but so what's it been like (laughs) as a as a mother with with two um for me i would say balancing like meals just for the fact of i'm a very scheduled person and alex eats like every four hours and i'm usually pretty um on pattern with that or at least I try to be um and so whenever I you know Alex he doesn't eat like the normal like breakfast lunch dinner obviously and so um I feel like sometimes all I do is feed people and so you know what Alex gets up what you know pretty early and he eats and then you know a little bit later it's Alan he gets up and he gets breakfast well then it's time for Alex to eat again and then you know we eat lunch and then Alex eats again and then we eat dinner yeah, I mean so um I would say that that kind of thing um I'm doing a lot better um the last few weeks I've been actually trying to like get out and get everybody <laughs> like out just the first obviously with Alex being so early the first month I mean I I almost go crazy I know Alan does too um just being inside but you know alex can't really kind of get out the first you know six or seven weeks especially just with germs and being premature and that kind of thing and i try and keep them here um so but lately we've been getting out whether we just run to seymour and i'm like well we need to go to you know home depot or we've got to run to here or there and run to brownstown or wherever it is we just have to run to town somewhere just to kind of get out um kind of make the day go by a little bit um and so we've been doing that it's it's definitely a uh different taking two and the one thing is is this one here is pretty easy alex he he's awesome like he sleeps most of the time um or if he's awake i mean he's just kind of looking around so he's he's pretty easy to deal with so i'm i haven't really hit the like two kids really i don't feel like just because of the fact that alex is still pretty um pretty quiet and and not too bad most of the time so um whenever he gets here in a few months and actually gets like you know up and moving and you know getting a voice and that kind of thing but um it is hard like i i the one 
the one thing I think that I did learn was I need to put the mobile one in the car first. <laughs> that was kind of one of my first experiences that when I took them both uh, at one time and I thought, oh, well, it's easy. I just click Alex in his, you know, he's already in his car seat. I just click him in and, uh, um, you know, then I'll get Alan in and Alan, he's like running around because he's trying to open the door because he can open the door and get in himself, which he does at home, but not like in a parking lot with cars moving and all that kind of stuff. And the door's wide open. And so I'm like, get get Alan in first. And then Alex, he's easy to contain as of right now. So, well, and I think and we kind of talked about this Friday night when we went out to dinner with some people. But um, I think the thing I've noticed so much from you and, and Leanna there uh, said constantly feeding people. Yes. Um, and, and, and Vicky says, just wait, it gets worse. I know, Boys eat I all know, the time. I know. Um, I hear, I'm sure that is true. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, like, I think the craziest thing for you, and we, we talked about this at, at dinner, so I, I don't think you'll be upset with me bringing it up, is you have been starved for adult conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you say, like, typically the shows you're watching on TV are are you know alan shows for yeah. a four-year-old you're having four-year-old conversations you're baby talking to alex like that's it and it's so funny to me because our worlds right now are on totally different Total reverse ends. yeah I and agree. i spend all day having these you know and some people may question question me when i say this but having these higher level conversations and making decisions and having to try and come up with things and when i come home I want to do nothing but just like have an hour to sit in the chair and stare at the TV or do right. something. Like I have no interest to really talk to anyone. And I'm not being rude. I, I just, know. that is what I have done all day. And on the flip side, you have not had any higher level conversations all day. You are just desperate <laughs> to talk to someone. And like, it is so tough sometimes. I try my best uh, because the other side is usually like during the work year, like when you're teaching and I'm working and, you know, we're both in school. We come home and you're like, well, here's what happened to me today. Okay, right. I listen to your story. I tell you a little bit about my day. Now it's just like so, and, and you you want the conversation so bad, but you don't really have anything I don't, to I say. I don't have any you know contribution because I'm like, yeah, well, we went to Home Depot today and Alan said this. and No, yeah, so I mean, you want to ask a lot of details yeah. about my day. So I'm like, what'd you do? Yeah, instead of just like, <laughs> how was your day? And I'm like, ah, it was all right. You're like, who'd you talk to? How long was the meeting? <laughs> what Where meetings did you, did you have? Where'd, where'd you, you have, get lunch? Where'd you have the meeting? What'd you get for lunch? Was it good? And by the way, I'm really not that bad, so I don't think I'm that bad. No, I'm exaggerating. But, but, but I but I am like, but hey. But it's also so not, what? I want to clarify, it's not because you're like checking up on me or you're like, it <laughs> right. is literally because you're just, you know, you are desperate for adult conversations. Um, so why I bring that up is I'm currently looking for a pen pal for my wife. Um, if anyone is interested, uh, shoot me an email at marriedwithchildrenshow at gmail.com. Uh, like I said, I'm trying to find her a pen pal so that when I come home, uh, she'll leave me alone a little bit. Uh, and as I speak about him, here comes uh, Alan Paul, uh, roller to make an appearance uh, with something. But uh, I did want to talk a little bit about two. What's wrong here? Oh, that piece came off that same... Uh, Knob oh, we on. got a broken Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So, but I don't want to no, it's not. It's not broken. I, it's it, it's okay. Here we go. You can just leave it there. Okay. Well, we're doing a podcast, buddy. 
so if you're watching on facebook live you can uh, you can see that alan is uh, obsessed with his little brother and that's kind of what i was going to bring up now because i think one thing that we have noticed with alan in the past few weeks is he loves alex i mean he is like obsessed with him and wants to talk about him and talks about how he misses him when he's not around but we're starting to see a lot more attention seeking behaviors from alan as well yeah um i mean he's constantly i mean i think like i said yes he he definitely is all about alex and and loves on him and and you know wants to hold him and all that kind of stuff but and i don't think it's i don't really think it's on purpose like i think he's just like because i'm constantly you know like i said i'm constantly feeding alex or you know if i'm going upstairs well i got to take alex upstairs with me i mean like so i'm constantly i've got to have him changing his diaper like with like anything we do (laughs) you can you can finish your story as you talk (laughs) but anyway but um so as we go through i mean like so he kind of i mean alan he'll he'll I don't know it's just it's a little bit different I think the way he acts sometimes just because I do think he maybe is trying to get attention or um I don't know he's a lot more vocal and stuff sometimes too I don't know what do you think well first I want to address Marcus Drinkett and here's the whole situation Marcus when we talk about higher levels um it would be hard for me to get you to understand because again White Sox fans typically are a little slower um don't understand you know intellect the way us northsiders do um so i'm just gonna leave it at that but buddy i've tried for years and years and years to bring you along with me and and get you to understand and and learn from me um and you fight it well we need i think we need marcus needs to come down and and you guys have a whole dis- i mean that would be a, like a whole discussion between the two of you oh yeah I think. because there's years that we haven't got to be able to, yeah. to really get after it but uh no marcus love you brother and uh and i appreciate you always supporting us um <laughs> but so yeah so but we, we did get a getaway a little bit we took uh alan on a on a trip to uh great wolf lodge for the weekend a couple weekends ago last weekend uh, two weeks ago yeah it wasn't this past weekend uh, but yeah. yeah so last weekend um and uh had a he had a great time i've never seen a kid take more stuff away from the arcade oh my gosh it cost me like three hundred dollars but uh he had a great time i said i mean honestly i think i had i was walking around with two kids in the arcade because i would walk (laughs) around with alan and it's kind of like at Chuck E. cheese to where you have the card you know and you swipe the card and uh you swipe the card and everything and you know gives you the tokens or whatever all that is to play the game and so we would swipe it for alan to be playing the game and then dustin would take it and he'd walk over to another game and be playing so as soon as alan was done he'd be like i want to play you know go play this game i'm like well we got to go back to that and get the card and he's like oh my gosh so we constantly were having to go back to get the card because dustin couldn't stand there and watch i mean not like a lot of the time he would be going and doing his own game which i've also never seen anybody hit that many jackpots in an arcade like you were i mean we should have definitely like gone um to vegas that weekend or something crazy yeah because at one point it had gotten so bad that you were embarrassed i was i mean like i said all you do 90 percent of the time that you're standing here is like waiting on the tickets to come out for because you hit the jackpot you hit like three jackpots i mean like 
1,800 tickets, 1,100 tickets, and you got to sit there and wait for that many tickets to come out. See, but I need Vegas to get away from just the games of chance and at least give me the chance to stop the spinning arm right at the jackpot line. Yeah, oh my god! Like, there's got to be a little bit of skill. I'm waiting for somebody to open a casino that is just arcade okay. games. Oh my gosh, it was it was crazy, but yes, yeah, so like towards the crane the end, game with like bricks of money that you just oh, you, yeah, there you try you go. and like I'd be all about that. Yeah, I said I think they're if we'd have stayed another day, I think they probably would have kicked us out because which we were paying a lot of money for it, but you were yeah also, they weren't upset at but all. But you they also still were getting a lot end. of tickets. Oh yes, they totally did. <laughs> all right, so this is the last thing I'm going to kind of bring up here tonight. We're you know. We're about 42 minutes in, but uh, I just saw this before we logged in, and I, I want to ask you this question to think about. Uh, I saw a former student of mine post on Facebook today, and, it, and I think he was being sarcastic, but I actually got to thinking about the question. He just posted, where would we all be without Facebook? You know, and we are kind of that unique age, and I know Marcus here that went to college with me, one of my best buddies in the whole world, and we kind of all came into Facebook there in college at the same time, and you know, we're kind of the generation that pioneered Facebook and and uh, has kind of kept it around. So we're, if, if Facebook and the social media boom had never hit, where do you th- how do you think the world would be different today? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I know I mean, like I don't do Twitter and Snapchat and stuff as much as like and Instagram as much as a lot of other people. Uh, I mean, I do have them, but Facebook is probably the one that I look at the most. And yeah, I mean, I remember I was a junior in college whenever I finally got Facebook. Um, I don't know when it actually came out or if that was because I don't I I wasn't I didn't get I know some of my friends were it talking was, about it. Was it was 04 or 05 that first came out because it, and there was two at first. There was oh, facebook.com and then there was like the facebook.com. Oh, really? Okay. And because the actual Facebook that Zuckerberg started that right. we have still today, uh, or maybe it was the collegefacebook.com or something like that. Okay. But there was two at, at one point, but you had to have a college email address because uh-huh. I know that was the big deal at USI when it first started. Ours were always like droller at org. So it didn't have the .edu. Well, if you didn't okay. have the .edu, you had to in? go through this whole like approval process. So I want to really? say it was it was, <clears throat> and I, I I really think it was freshman year, but I could be wrong. Like I said, I, I know, and it could have been because I know that I like some of my friends and stuff in in college and things were ta- were on it, you know, g- you know, had gotten it, uh, and I kind of held out for a while, and then like I said, I think I was like a junior whenever you I were finally- too cool. Yeah, I guess so. And then I finally got it. But I do, I mean, I do enjoy it now. I know a lot of times you don't care for Facebook as much as maybe some of the other ones. Easy. We're on Facebook Live right now. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But I like Facebook just because that's where I have, uh, um, you know, like I'm friends with people from high school and people from college that, you know, like I don't see or talk to anymore. But, you know, I still get to see them, you know, as they've gotten married and have kids and kind of see updates on that kind of stuff. And so... I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would be I, either A, I would be way more out of touch with my friends that I were closer to, you know, back in the day, or it would have forced me, I guess, to be more 
uh, you know, reach out to them, I guess, a but lot that's, more. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Because first of all, you should you should find better friends. You should find the kind of friends like I have that will uh, spend their time on Facebook Live typing out uh, comments to you, um, attacking you. And uh, because that's that. I'm glad I'm better. I'm glad it's you, not me, because. <laughs> Hey, it, it's all better. it's all good. But no, what what I thought that because I agree with you, and and I'll, I'll use Marcus as an example in this. Um, Marcus and I, crazy enough, lived in an apartment right next door to each other for a while. We were constantly in and out of each other's apartments, um, hung out almost daily. Uh, went to Taco John's almost every Tuesday for Taco Tuesday. Uh, you know, we spent a lot of time together, but. Sometimes I think Facebook keeps me from doing the things I should do. Like I, right. I, I should, I should call Marcus on the way home and, and talk to him and see how he's doing and, and check up on him. But, you know, but I feel like I've seen him because two days ago, I saw him post that, you know, he went on a daddy daughter date with his daughter and she got ice cream and right. she had it all over. So sometimes I think that, you know, it makes me complacent I agree with in, that. in my relationships. Do I think I would know as much about a lot of people? No. Right. But do I think maybe I would have better relationships with my closest friends? I think probably. Yeah. No, and I, I agree with that. Yes, I, I I know a lot more about a lot of people, um, you know, I mean, and people that I wouldn't normally hang out with um, or talk to, I guess. Uh, but you're exactly right with my close friends and stuff, especially it's like uh, I... I see them on Facebook or, or, you know, pictures and stuff here and there. So I kind of feel like I'm, like you said, I kind of know a little bit about what's going on. So I don't reach out or, or go visit them or whatever it may be. And as we kind of talk about, you know, social media and things like that, I, I, this is the last question I kind of thought of, but what are some things or what is a thing from the past that was like something that we saw all the time that we grew up with or or something that you remember that is gone that you don't ever see anymore that is kind of like man i wish that was still around can you think of anything uh, i don't i don't know <coughs> i don't know what do you, do you have something in mind i mean i think mine would be like i mean like i i miss i i guess i think it's kind of funny like today's kids never experience like the home phone call and i know right. we've kind of talked about that before like when you gotta when you're gonna call a girl and you're hoping her dad doesn't pick up because you <laughs> want to talk to her and, right you know and i i've told you before we all had those tricks where you know if you were in a call after like 10 p.m when they weren't supposed to get a call you uh especially once instant messaging came up like msn messenger yeah. you know you'd send them and tell them to call uh the local library which would read you like a 20 minute story and then you had a 20 minute window once they were listening to the children's story to call in and they could click over on call waiting and oh. it would never ring the phone um you knew all the tricks oh didn't yeah absolutely so i i think it's i but i i think it's kind of crazy that kids today never have to even you know as you say come up with those tricks and you know call right. time and temperature or, oh or, you yeah know, i do remember that uh, you know do i it, do remember that doing those kind of things uh but i think for me probably the most nostalgic thing that i think i miss is like the cd burner you know and like truly sitting down and, and i've got a, a cd case of like 500 of them i know sometimes oh, yeah. we'll just pull out one yeah. of my mix cds and see what's on it but the true idea of a mix cd where it's like okay 
we're going on a road trip to wherever this weekend. We have to have the mix CD uh-huh. that you know fits this trip. Right. So I, I mean, I know you can make playlists, but playlists aren't the same as you know. And I guess this is where I'm kind of sounding old. I mean, yeah, like the like the record people, you know, the tactile feel of putting a record on. Yep. I do have a record player, and I love my vinyl, but. Like, it was so cool to burn a CD and the tactile element of writing what it was on it and putting your name on it. and You'd be like, uh, spring break, you know, 07 oh, mix yeah. Or, yeah, or whatever it is. You know, if you're, if you like you said, you're going on a trip. Spring you're gonna... break 2003, remix to Ignition. I know exactly. Number mm-hmm. one song on the spring break mix when we went to Panama City in 2003. Spring, spring break 03. Yeah. Remix to Ignition. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I do agree with that. Um, I do remember I, I in college we did the instant messenger. I never had that in in high school because we never really had uh, fast enough internet. Now which at one? That point. Now which one did you do? Did you do MSN? Did you do AOL instant messenger? Uh, I think we I had both. I think most of us did AOL because that's a funny. That was like still a thing when we went to college. Like oh, that, messenger and that's, was that's what was I mean. Still is, a thing. Like I said, I never had it in high school because we didn't have. Um, I mean, like that good of internet just yet even then um but whenever i was in college i mean that was how i mean that was how you talk because again we didn't have text or or not you didn't do text no as everybody much. logged in at like nine you, o'clock and sat in front of the computer everybody was at their computer and you would message hey you ready to go to dinner you know to somebody down the hall or upstairs or whatever it was and you know i mean that was how you communicate and you know you'd you'd I'd leave my message saying, you know, at class or whatever, you know, that way everybody, I mean, like you would, we would always do that. We use that a ton whenever I was in college. Did you put at class if you didn't go to class? Um, I don't know. Cause I was went to class. Oh yeah. You never missed a class. That's funny. Cause neither did Marcus and I combined. Never went to a class. Never missed a class accidentally um so no uh so to kind of wrap it up uh you know a little bit of a different episode tonight just callie and i kind of talking about things uh before we go on though i want to say thanks to everybody that's kind of supported this crazy little passion of us the crazy thing is we are at episode number 25 yeah that's Um, crazy so we're a quarter of the way to a hundred I know my good buddies at Smugcast are on number 97. Oh, is that they right? They just released 97, getting ready to be at 100. Wow. Um, exciting news. They will be here on Saturday to record with us. Yeah. Uh, the AP and the BJ uh, from the Smugcast podcast. Uh, we're going to bring them down and talk a little bit about them both being married with children and them, uh, their podcast and kind of their passions and their life. Two funny guys. Uh Aaron just went and did uh, stand up for the first time. Yeah, I intentionally did not ask him anything about how it went. I was going to say, I, I to where we hopefully hear about oh, yeah. it this weekend. Yeah, and I may put awesome. Alan, I may put Alan in the chair to kind of go back and forth on uh, on jokes just, with with Aaron. Uh, there you go. So yeah, so those guys will be here on Saturday. Very excited. I appreciate everything they've done to kind of get us started. Something kind of cool I heard the other day, and, and I forgive me to these two shows it was either on juice in the morning um or the smug cast but they were talking about podcasters and they said that 95 percent of podcast startups don't make it past five episodes oh really so yeah so very very proud we're at 25 episodes um and still getting downloads still getting people involved and things like that so i i really appreciate all the love and all the support but um 
So again, if you're looking for some podcasts, uh, I can't recommend enough. Uh, first and foremost, the Smugcast. Again, kind of an adult themed uh, male. F- themed humor podcast uh but they they interview a lot of interesting people they talk to a lot of interesting uh, uh guys uh this week's episode if you go download the latest episode uh they're actually i just started on my way home they're actually talking to the uh, hip-hop star uh, concept uh that he's been on several times uh just released an album just got back in the state called 14 hours uh, ahead concept is actually signed on i believe and they can correct me but i believe it's sony uh sony sony korea um and has been over in south korea uh for the last several months recording and touring over there but is now back in the states so go give those guys a listen they are really really talented and do a really good job and then obviously uh juice in the morning uh with justin juice kelly um and shane uh they do a great job too uh i have not got into juice's podcast yet this week uh but plan to here after i finish up smunk cast but go give those guys a listen and a download um and and tell them married with children sent you so to wrap up tonight's show i once again want to thank our new sponsor miller's termite and pest control um and like i said earlier uh it's the only place you need to look for pest control don't get roped into high contracts or high prices uh with the big companies reach out to someone who truly cares about you they can handle any problems termites bed bugs ants spiders etc and i'm just going to tell you if i don't list what your problem is call them i'm telling you jim can can knock it out um they also do lawn care uh where else can you find a company that will keep the bugs out of your house and your your yard looking sharp reach out to them on facebook uh you can click the link right there in the show notes uh here on facebook live at miller's termite and pest control or email them at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or you can contact them by phone at 812-767-5657 and again, I can't I can't give them a high enough recommendation. I mean, they do our house. Uh, we will be a customer for the foreseeable future uh, because happy wife, happy life. And uh, Jim came right out and uh, got rid of our ants. Yeah. Um, he and also not only did he get rid of the ants, he got rid of all the ants and did not get rid of the ants in our son's ant farm. So That's right. he also is very uh, very selective, de- selective and <laughs> detail oriented. So, uh, <laughs> but a uh, huge shout out to Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Thanks for coming on as a sponsor. So. Again, so this Saturday, Smugcast, we're going to record with them. That episode will release next Tuesday, but the Facebook Live will be Saturday at about 3 o'clock. And then Sunday, there'll be another Facebook Live of Married with Children. That episode won't release until two weeks, but we are going to be sitting back down with uh, Taylor Shaw. Um, I'm going to f- wrap up a little bit of the World Cup after the, uh, the World Cup final with France coming away with the uh, World Cup championship. And very excited. He's going to bring his wife, um kelsey and taylor and kelsey are newlyweds and they've kind of thrown out this idea to us to have the newlyweds with married with children and kind of talk about marriage and life and the whole nine yards and uh i'm going to come up with some activities uh we may play a little bit of the newlywed game with them and and do some things and uh and have some fun with them. So I'm really excited to have them coming back. So, uh, you know, check us out again when you get a chance. Again, Wednesday night, throttled up live from the Jackson County Fair at the the Brownstown Speedway booth. Um, We'll be recording with uh, Carrie and Tyler Kane. So stop by, check us out. Sign up to win the door panel there from the double zero modified of Jeremy Owens. Uh, Thursday Night Thunder at Brownstown Speedway during race week. And then again, uh, a full show on Saturday. 
Anything before we take off, Cal? Nope, I'm good. Have a good week. Everybody have a good week. Thanks for joining us.